Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Training Ground Podcast with your host, Kevin Barry. Today, Kevin is speaking with Ewan Sharp. Ewan is a performance analyst for MLS club team, New York Red Bulls. In the episode today, they will discuss what exactly is a performance and video analyst, what a typical day and week looks like for Ewan, how he got started in performance analysis, advice to aspiring analysts, and how he sees the future of coaching with video support in training and games. You and I appreciate you coming on today on the Training Ground podcast. Can you explain yeah. a little bit what performance analysis is and then talk about your current role at the moment? Sure, yeah. No, thanks for having me, Kevin. Excited to be, excited to be on the call. Um, yeah, so for performance analysis, there's really sort of two sides of it. There's um, video analysis and there's data analysis. Um, you know, so on the data side, you're you're looking at um, metrics which have been collected usually by a, a company, um, you know, from the game, and you're looking at those and trying to create some sort of benchmarks or performance to uh, measure your team, how they're playing compared to opponents or maybe compared to your philosophy and style of play um, and then you get the video side so the video side now is is you looking at the video yourself um, and you know determining how the performance was with areas that you can grow areas that you can improve um, and just in general how the how the game went and then on top of that you know there's there's things with preparing for training um, looking at individual performances after games looking at individual performances in training um, you know, is the coach meeting his goals and trainings through how the video looks, um, as well as then preparing for opposition. Um, so I think people that work as performance analysts or within that kind of um, sector of, of a sports team, there's kind of people on some end of the spectrum, you know, they're either more heavy data analysts or more heavy to the um, video analysis side. And I definitely find myself more on that video analysis side. Um, you know, I'll speak a little bit more about my background as we go. Um, but, you know, I, I played I played football, so I have an understanding for the game. And um, so my role is kind of tied in more with looking at video. So I'll do a lot of the work with the opposition analysis. So I'm watching the opposition, I'm trying to see tendencies in their game, how they want the game to be played, um, as well as trying to ask some questions about how they might try to play against us and the way that we set up to play and our style of play and what they might um, look to do. Um, you know, as well as that, I then look at look at some, um, some data, some uh, statistics to see is what I'm looking at with the video backed up by other games which is showing that they you know they, they have similar trends based on what the video might be so you know for example we might be, I might be looking at a team on video and seeing that they um, you know cross a lot from the right side that I seem to think they're strong down the right getting guys down the line crossing a lot of balls on that side creating chances so I might then you know go into the, the data and see is that consistent with that team or or is this a a one-off based on that game, you know, so you can mm -hmm. um, use those two those two tools to kind of get a full picture of what a team is like and what we might expect from them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So when you're looking at games, are you looking ahead of time? Um, are you looking back at the previous game or 
you know, how many games are you looking at in a typical week, would you say? Yeah, I mean, it, a bit of both for sure. Um, and, you know, I think the way, the way our department is set up at the moment, my focus is on looking ahead. So looking ahead to the opposition, looking ahead to the next game. Um, you know, so typically I'll, I'll, I'll always go to, to the game days. Um, so I'll be at the match, I'll watch the match live, I'll help prepare some video for halftime. And as I'm watching the game live, I'm, I'm already kind of making some clips which can set up for us to use the next day in a, in a team meeting um, or later in the week. Um, but prior to that game, I'm already working ahead for the next game. So, you know, if we play on, on Saturday, then by Sunday, Monday, I'll already have something prepared to give to the coaches to show them what we should expect from the next opponent. Um, so that'll come with, with video, but it'll also come with, like I mentioned, some data, a little bit of a report. Um, and then my, my colleague will work more so uh, with the video for the, the last game and help the coach put together a meeting for the players when we get back together as a team, um, usually after a day off, for example, in a typical week. Got it. So when, say at halftime, when you're presenting video it's just a couple of clips you know you're not the full show right you're trying to support what the manager is already thinking in some aspects that's it yeah so the, the workflow is is i'll be i'll be up top um with with another analyst and we'll be um, watching the game from a high vantage point filming the game on a camera um and making making clips essentially as the game goes um but i'll also be on a on a headset radio um, down to the bench um, in which I can kind of one you know relay some things that I'm seeing which they might not get the perspective of being on the sideline and then they'll send some things up to me to that they want to see at halftime so um, between us we'll kind of have a back and forth communication throughout the first half um, get a good idea of what the, the head coach wants to see so typically then the halftime whistle goes and it's a race to get downstairs um, get into the locker room. If, I, if we have time, show the coach um, the clips that we're thinking about showing, but it um, doesn't always work out. Sometimes, you know, we know, what, we know what he wants to talk about and what he wants to speak to. So we know that when we hit play on those clips, it will back up what, um, what he's thinking and what he's talking about with the team. So I won't present that. You know, I'll just be in the background getting those things ready. And the, the head coach will address that on a, on a screen in front of the players. Got it. Now, yeah. just taking a step back a little bit, how did you first get started in performance analysis? Was it from playing football yourself or did you see a career after football? Yeah, so it, 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 I mean, I guess it all starts with, with playing the game for me. Um, you know, I moved over to America uh, to play at Mercyhurst with yourself um, you know, and a few other uh, British players that were over um, on that team as well. Um, you know, and I, I knew as, it, as, I, as I was playing that I was never going to uh, make a career as a player. Um, but I also knew that my only, you know, my only real passion, the only thing that really um, got me excited um, as a career was, was football and was the game. So I knew that I was looking for a way to stay in the game and a way to, to make a life for myself in the game of football. Um, you know, so my natural... My natural thought was was a coach, um, so I did some work to to sort of get get some coaching um, certificates and and do some coaching. But um, it wasn't until a, a friend and a, a 
teammate of ours, um, Oliver Gage, um, went back to England and started doing video analysis for Sheffield Wednesday and told me about that, that I realised and thought, okay, that sounds um, something that's interesting and something that might suit me. So from there, I asked him a lot of questions about how he got into it, what he did, what the um, job entails. So started then preparing myself for that, started then finding ways to do some courses in performance analysis or um, download some free trials of um, video analysis tools to start practicing and, and was trying to get my hands on any video of games that I could and cut them up and analyze video in, a, in that sort of uh, in that sort of way. Um, so from there, it was then, I then realized that it was something that gave me uh, a different tool set, you know, to a lot of people that wanted to coach or wanted to work in the game. Um, so I then used that to kind of promote myself and say, look, I can do something a little bit different um, to help any coaching staff that might that might want somebody that can do some sort of cool things, creative things with video that knows how to um, cut up clips and put together video reports to, to better portray the messages of coaches to the players. So from there, I just kind of ran with it. Um, I started doing it at a college level. Um, started doing it at Mercyhurst for, for one season, then moved to Northwestern in Chicago in the, in the Big Ten. I was doing it for them. From there, I got the opportunity to move to New York Red Bulls, work with the second team, and, and about a year ago, stepped up with the first team, um, on the first team level. So it's been quite quite a quick progression for me. Um, but, you know, I think it's, you know, through through my passion, my eagerness, my keenness to kind of push myself and um, put myself out there, I've, you know, been able to progress quite comfortably and able to sort of step up to that level and I think still add value to the coaching staffs that I've been a part of, you know. Yeah, so just taking a step back to Northwestern in particular, yeah. Now, when you approach a coach, you know, you're saying you can do something differently. Um, if mm. a coach is a little bit apprehensive or really has no experience in performance analysis, what are some key indicators or tools you can give to them um, if you had an ele elevator pitch, for example? Yeah, I think, I guess it's a hard one to answer exactly um, with the way you said that. Like, I think, you know, the elevator pitch I would use is I kind of, um, I used examples of other teams which have had success um, with performance analysis. Um, you know, I, I did a bit of research to find out, okay, what teams at their level have performance analysis as part of their coaching staff mm -hmm. um, and was able to say, well, okay, look at the success that they've had. You know, maybe you can have the same success if you um, brought somebody in to do that role. Um, but, you know, I think, I think tied in with that, Kevin, a lot of the coaches that I ended up having real conversations with, um, I had those conversations with them because they were interested in it. Um, you know, I think in the, in a sport, you know, it, it's so competitive that any edge that you can get over your opponent, you want, um, you know, it's always a challenge for teams and, and colleges and clubs to, um, be able to back those things up financially to get those edges, to get that marginal increase to performance. But I think all of them want it, you know, so you, you just have to show what you can do to give them that. 
Um, you know, and I think from what I've seen, a, a lot of coaches, you know, want to use video, but it's it's not something that I guess you know it's shifting slightly. But I think some of the older coaches probably didn't grow up using um, video and haven't you know aren't quite as tech savvy using a a MacBook and and hotkeys and different things that can kind of you can do to to create good videos. You know, using visualizations and some things which they're just not as comfortable doing. So I think uh, it's important that when you get in there, you, you have the ability to do some of those skills, those um, tools that you use as a video analyst. Um, but I think a big way to gain the trust of the coach and to to really show that you add value is to um, take time to learn what they're about and how they want the game to be played and what their expectations are of the players so that then you provide video and you provide data which aligns to what they're what they're trying to do you know you're you're really in a role that you're trying to support their message um and you're trying to help them help the players so you know there's there's definitely times where you can um provide your own thoughts and provide information which maybe says to the coach you know have you thought about this have you looked at this is this a way which we can improve performance that you've maybe not caught there's definitely times for that, but I think a lot of the role is to is to support the coach in their messaging. And if you do that, I think the coach will will see the value that you add to them because you're you're backing up what they're saying anyway. You know. Yeah, you're just an extension of the coaching staff, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're a tool that they can lean on to to help them with their messaging. You spoke a little bit. Uh, earlier about the game day experience and, and what you do at halftime before the game and whatnot, but mm-hmm. taking it back a little bit and looking at a full week, how does that look for you? I know you said you're looking at um, opposition ahead of time and you're looking back as well, but a typical work day, what, what would that look like for you? Yeah. So, you know, say, say we played again, I'll use a similar example. Say we played on Saturday. Um, so that's out of the way. You know, it's now Sunday. Um, our next game is not till the following Saturday, so we have a full week to to prepare. Um, typically, that Sunday will be a day off for the players, um, so it would be a good day for me to to sit and finalise video, which I'd already worked on the, the week prior. So at that point, I would probably have um, already cut up, um, yeah, three games maybe two or three games, maybe on, maybe on that Sunday I'm finishing up one of those games. Um, but I would probably have about three games worth of video cut up, um, as well as access to other games where I could um, sort of use a tool that we have to zone in on some of the chances or some of the crosses or some things which maybe I would just use to see if it backs up um, or creates a better picture than, of something I've already seen. Um, so that day I would probably just be finish, finishing up and finalising a video edit, um, which I would then have ready to show the coach on the Monday. Um, you know, So Sunday I'm getting that stuff prepared. I'm probably having the, the report I've been worked on through the week as well, have that finalised. And then uh, we'd go in Monday. Um, in the morning, it would probably be helping the coaches uh, and the other analysts to get the team meeting ready for that morning. And when we go in on a Monday, we're probably doing a, a team meeting um, as a post-match review. Um, we would get through that. We would get through sort of regen training. And then in the afternoon, I would probably sit down with 
with maybe the head coach, maybe the assistant coach, maybe a few of the coaches um, and present to them at that point kind of the video that, that I've started to create um, with uh, with the opposition um, that we're playing next so that they can see early in the week who the opposition are, um, how they play, and then think about, okay, we have, you know, four days of training left. What do we want to get out of those days? Um, you know, typically as well, on that Sunday, I would probably have a conversation with the coach as well to, to prep their mind already about, you know, who, who we're going to be seeing and what we will expect. Um, so then once that meeting's done, you know, then it, then it, as the week goes on, um, it's refining that meeting. Um, it, it's refining some of the, the game plan ideas that we have, how we're going to um, take away the opposition's strengths and how we're going to exploit their weaknesses. Um, and while that's going on, I'm kind of then also working on a few games for the for the week um, after that, for the game that will come up after that game. So, you know, it kind of, there's a bit of a period where you're starting to overlap um, watching the next opponent and finish up the, the coming up, um, the opponent that's coming up. Do you yeah. think uh, there's ever a, a time and a place for performance analysis to use video, say, to call up somebody from the second team, for example, or even at the college level, if a coach needs to recruit a transfer student athlete, for example? Yeah, I think so. So, you know, at Red Bull, um, where I'm at now, um, the first and second team train, um, you know, train right after each other. Um, the first team in the morning, the second team comes out right after. Um, and it's quite a close, um, quite a close group that we have. Um, so sometimes the second team players will come up and play with the, or, or sorry, train with the um, first team, and sometimes first team players will go down and play games with the second team. Um, so you know, so we'll we will look at the video um, of the second team players to evaluate how they're doing, um, how they're playing. You know, put put a video together potentially. Um, you know, for the coaches or for the scouts to look at um, in more detail how that player's performing. And then with the, with the recruitment side of it beyond our club, um, it, it, it doesn't really fall into my roles and responsibility. Um, it falls under the responsibility of the, the scouting uh, department. But they'll do the same thing. They will be using video um, to, you know, in the similar tools that we're using to 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 edit um, games for a, a player that they're looking at to put together a kind of end of scouting report that can then be presented to the coaches um, or other people within the club. Um, so it's a you know it's a similar process, um, and I've done some of that work as well in my time here uh, when needed. Um, you know you'll 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 go through a game of a player looking at one player and and just pull out their moments um, to to see what that player's about. Yeah, that's a interesting insight. I appreciate that. Yeah. You how long have you been working with the Red Bulls now? Um, I've been here three years now. Okay. So, yeah. um, what's changed for you as um, an evolution? I know you're you're now working with the first team and you weren't initially. Uh, yeah. But what are some things that, you know, you're doing better now or you're more efficient with than you were three years ago? Yeah. I think um I think the I'm trying to think how to put it. Um, I think when I first came in and working with the second team, um, I was doing a lot of everything. Um, 
in a lot of ways, you know, I was, I was um, spending a lot of time, you know, looking at the post-match, looking at the, the opposition. I think as time's progressed, you know, the, our department's grown um, in size. So we've, we've, there's more people um, to help. And I think the, the coaches have also um, improved in, in how they work with video. I think I'm, I'm lucky to be at a club where the coaches um, take a big, uh, a big, you know, play a big part in the video analysis as well, actually. Um, so I think as it's gone on, um, I've probably, you know, spend more time doing detailed work for the opposition and, and less time working on the, the post-match because other people are covering that. Um, you know, and I think as it's gone on, um, my understanding of the style of play of, of the club, understanding the um, what the coaches want from from games has improved, which is which means that I can decipher the the important points quicker. Um, and then I think you know I think in general just I have improved the the sort of way the video gets put together, so the flow of video and how clear the message can be for the players. Um, and yeah, and I think improved as well on on being able to again understand what some of the the data means, um, what what's important, and what you know what sometimes you see some pieces of information which require more context and um, you know if looked at in isolation don't really tell you all that much or can tell you something which seems a little bit misleading. So I think just as I've gone, I've I've learned more and more about um, tr- how you can get a fuller picture of, of um, what's going on in a match, if that makes sense. Uh, absolutely. And yeah. then lastly, just to finish, where do you see the future of the game gone? Um, looking at MLS in particular, yeah. you know, how many years or, you know, how many staff or how much uh, investment are we behind versus Premier League clubs, for example? Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, it's definitely behind, but I think it's it's gaining more and more momentum. I think when you look at specifically the performance analysis side of it, it is behind. You know, if you look at the top clubs in Europe, um, you know, Premier League clubs, they, they have a lot more money um, and they've been able to grow their departments um, pretty quickly. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been in contact with different clubs over there to, to try to learn about what they're doing. Um, and, you know, when, when you speak to the the analysts at some of those clubs, they're, they're talking about having seven, eight, nine, ten analysts at the club that work with the academy, that work with the the under-23s, and then, you know, three or four that work with the first team. Um, and those roles can be video or data. Um, I think that the, the data analysis departments overseas are, are much more significant um, than they are in, in the States. But you can see that it's grown over here and that there's been a rapid growth um, I think, and I think that's what's interesting about being in MLS and being in America is that the growth is going to be quite rapid, um, and it has been since I've I've been working in it. Um, my boss here um, at Red Bull is was formerly uh, the head of um, analysis at a, a Premier League club. Um, you know, our sporting director is a is a uh, our head of sports. Sorry, is a former um, sporting director from our Premier League club as well. So, you know, they've seen what it's like over there and their, you know, their ambition is to, is to build a similar department over here. Um, so I think it, 
it's growing um, very quickly. Um, you know, I think in terms of the growth of the sport, um, it's, it's interesting because I think yeah, as you can add more people to your, your staff, you can probably get more and more specialised in what you do um, and have people which, which fill a specific role and, and um, sort of work to, you know, work to be perfect and cleaner and more efficient with what they do. I think I've already seen in the short time I've been here that um, with smaller with smaller staffs, you know, you end up having people which do a lot of everything, um, which I think for me is is given me a a good foundation to progress in the in the industry because I've come in and I've been able to I've had to do a lot of everything, so I know how to do a lot of everything. I think as I grow, it's about maybe refining um, certain skills and. Um, improving, you know, getting more specialised in some of the things. Um, and I think, you know, I think as well for me, um, when I look at how I would like to progress, um, you know, I'm interested in the coaching side of it. Like, I love I love what I do, but I'm also interested in um, connecting with the players. And, and, you know, I still like the idea of getting out onto the, the pitch and putting on a pair of boots and um, using video on the pitch as well. So, I think you can see with some clubs in Europe, it, it seems to be quite uh, more and more common in Germany at the moment. Um, but you, you get sort of uh, video coaches, um, a kind of role where they, they use video, but they're, they're more on the pitch and helping with the coaching. So I think there's an um, opportunity to grow with, with uh, training, for example, where um, you can film training and get live video on the pitch and pull players over after a, an exercise and say, you know, look, look, just look here and then, and see what you were doing there and, and what we want you to do. And, um, you know, you can maybe draw on the iPad and, and show a player the movement that you want to see from them, the space that you want them to attack or defend. Um, you know, and I think as we progress, that will be become commonplace, I think, on the sideline of games as well, um, where you'll have video in the dugout and you'll have the ability to whether a sub's coming in or, um, you know, a play, you can grab a player when he's grabbing some water and show him something. I think we've already seen that um, in the sport. And we've already seen that a little bit in MLS, but I think there's a big opportunity for that to continue to to grow and become more and more common. Um, you know, I see for myself a potential to kind of have a role in that because I, I think I have the understanding of the game and the ability to maybe connect with, with a player on that kind of level, um, so I would, you know, I would like to think that I could, could become a kind of the, the new coach, the new generation of coaches, which are video coaches, if uh, for maybe lack of a better name. Absolutely, yeah, it sounds promising. Ewan, just to finish up, um, I know we were recently talking about the difficulty for some people that are interested in performance analysis, in that there's no direct pathway as such in the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What would be some of your advice or go-to tips for somebody that's interested in a career? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I said to Kevin when we uh, had a previous conversation that when you look at Europe um, and you look at the UK, there's um, university degrees, um, undergraduate degrees in performance analysis where you can spend four years learning the technical skills as well as interning, at, um, you know, football club, rugby clubs, cricket, whatever, um, so that you can hone your skill set. And after four years, you can then, um, you're well prepared for a, 
for a career um, at the professional level. Over here, you know, I'm, I'm unaware and I haven't found any um, universities which offer such a degree. I think it's probably going to come. I think there is a half held of some schools which have been looking into a formal um, educational course in performance analysis. But at the moment, I think the way to get into it is a little bit different than that. So um, there is some courses online. Um, Coach Tech is a good one. Um, and there's, you know, there's other, if you do some research, there's, there's some good books to learn about performance and video analysis. There's some, there's some courses which you can do online. Um, but, you know, I think it's, I think it's something that if you want to do it, you have to be ready to go all in on it. And for me, that means um, finding ways to get a free trial of a, of a software that can do some video analysis, um, getting footage of games, whether that's from, you know, something online, recording games on a, on your laptop, um, you know, helping out a local team, a college team, a club team, an academy, and asking them if you can help them with some video. Um, and it might be a volunteer position, but first you have to get the skill set and the ability to do it. Um, and the only way to do that is to is to get your hands on the software and get your hands on some video that you can cut up. Um, and then from there, I think it's then trying to sell yourself to to coaching staffs um, and that, that you can provide something for them which they don't have. Um, and, you know, at that point, when you get that opportunity, it's, it's learning what coaches want. It's learning how to work with a coaching staff, which is not always easy. Um, you know, it's, it's a... It's a job and a and a industry that you know invokes a lot of uh, emotion, um, passion. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a different job from most other jobs. I think so. You have to have emotional emotional intelligence to be able to work with a with a coach and players, um, and you know navigate that um, as well as you know as well as being able to actually deliver on the on the skills of the job if that makes sense yeah that's great um, advice yeah yeah Ewan that's all I have for you um, I'm looking at the Red Bull schedule now DC United this weekend I want to wish you all the best in that game yeah thank you I appreciate you coming on thank you thanks Kevin cheers <laughs>